oh, I don't know. Maybe I pre- <laughs> maybe I thought I had the record button and I actually it was one. it was a turn your microphone on and off. Button. Oh, maybe. <laughs> they should have put so, them so close together. Welcome to what I heard this week. We are two psychologists who discussed, you guessed it, what we heard this week. (laughs) Yes, we get real about the messy experience of being human for us and our clients. And our greatest hope is that you realize you are not alone in all of the big feelings that come with living authentically, taking risks, and being totally badass. And please know, this podcast is for entertainment and educational purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for meeting with a trained mental health professional. Hey! Welcome to What I Heard This Week. I'm Dr. Alessandra, joined with Dr. Chelsea Davis. Hi, Chelsea. Hey! Hello! Hello! Welcome to another episode and our first episode ever recorded on real microphones. <laughs> oh, it's been a trip. <laughs> In real recording studios. Mm-hmm. And so, if you notice a change in quality of our vocals, Ooh. that did is Did we why. get sexier? We did. Did we get sexy in something a, about, a booth? Yes, yeah, something about having one of these mics right here just makes me want to be like, oh, hey, you know. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it? Just <laughs> I don't think it does the same thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's the great thing we're just di- yeah we're just different we're just different, different butterflies mm-hmm. yes and that's so wonderful so Alessandra what's our first segment our first segment is called ding 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 what's alive for you this week oh my gosh that sounds so interesting what what's alive for you this week <laughs> Alessandra well I'm continuing with enrollment of the Brink Academy, <sighs> which is my group program designed for women and entrepreneur, women entrepreneurs, leaders, change makers, and it is vulnerable as fuck. You can oh look gosh. at the program, and it's so and you should amazing. I'm and I will tell you that it for anybody listening who's ever tried to sell a thing. You know, Mm. it can be enjoyable. It can be pleasurable. I'm all about it. I'm doing the thing. And, you know, I'm also asking people on repeat, would you like to be in this program? Or I'm hearing them say things that I think I could be really helpful about. Mm -hmm. And I say, you know, maybe you would want to join this program. And they say no to me (laughs) a Mm. lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They say, no, I don't want yeah. What you are very proud of. Yes, I do I, not want that beautiful. I don't find value. No, of in work. what you. Mm-mm. 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 I don't see your value, girl. Right, <laughs> and so I'm just like, okay, and it's very challenging. Um, you know, you know this too with things mm. that you're trying to do to be in a place, and we're going to talk about this more today. Um, it it creates this constant sort of. Um, vulnerability hangover Mm. and I think is the reason why um in addition to our tall tales uh, about coming and trying to be in a studio for the first time which was very difficult um it's why people don't try new shit because why people don't try (laughs) new shit they don't try new shit because it's vulnerable rejection feels awful 
-hmm. if you're not prepared for it, it can tank you. And trying new shit is what, you know, scary, hard, Mm -hmm. challenging. Mm -hmm. We don't always know how to do it and it doesn't feel good. Requires a ton of energy. Yes. I'll add. Yes. Yes. So that is wildly alive for me this week. And I couldn't Mm -hmm. even tell you a book or show or something that I'm focused on right now because honestly, I'm all over the place. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, I'm not in the mood for this. I got a little bit of Bridgerton going on, a little bit of Russian doll going on, a little oh, bit of, that. yeah. So anyway, tell me now <sighs> in this segment, what's alive for you, Charles? Man, I uh, I am also in the midst of vulnerability hangover. And honestly, like it's this podcast coming out that mm-hmm. I am just feeling really aware of what what's going out I feel protective of like listeners because you know like Mm -hmm. what what we try to say doesn't always come across the way that I want it to and so I'm like you know I don't want people to like misunderstand things and then not you know and and like um you know just like be worse off for it and so I uh I I just feel a a weight Mm-hmm. Um, and the vulnerability of putting this out there is just something that I've been carrying as well as like, I just finished, um, the class that I've been working on forever. Yes. And so now that's ready. And I've been talking to people about it and it's the same thing of, mm. man, this is something that I think would be really helpful. And I don't want to tell anyone because I want them to just come to me (laughs) and say like, do you have something that would be like really helpful about my relationship with food? And I'd be like, I actually do. I do. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's exactly what I needed. Thank you. Yeah. And now I'll do that. I don't, it feels icky. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yes. This is the hard spot. This it's, it's, Mm. we're both, we're both in that challenging thing. It's, you know, I've got, so I work with so many entrepreneurs who are, they have a great idea for the thing. They get really excited about the thing. I've created it. I've picked Mm. out the colors. I've picked out the fonts. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to offer this. This is going to be game changing. And then yes, when it comes to actually offering the thing or posting it, or um, marketing that because you know marketing is just having awareness of what you're able to offer it is Mm. it brings up all of your shit all of it and it's the same thing that comes up for us when we think about doing anything new right so it's not even um so this is jack lee i guess i'm i'm going ahead and segueing into your second segment yes we don't have a sound for that yet unless did one come ding, to your ding, ding. It's our second segment. Second segment. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. I that might be it. Yeah. Um <laughs> so these new things, it can be it doesn't have to be a work thing or uh something you're trying to sell. It can be a reaching out to someone for coffee that you haven't before or yeah. you know trying to get someone get to know someone new. Um, volunteering for something new, starting a new job, having a different conversation with someone than what you've had before, trying it, like any new thing is um, triggering for mm-hmm. us in the, in the vulnerability. And yeah, that's just what I had to say. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Well, and I you're, think that, you're welcome. yeah, when we speak about you know, when we speak about the vulnerability, sometimes I think we like for, you know, clients that 
I, you know, we have our thing going on, but then I get to hear, we both get to hear from clients and students who are trying new things like the things that you're talking about. And sometimes you don't even realize, oh, this is because I feel vulnerable, right? So Mm -hmm. those times where maybe you notice you're trying something new and maybe all of a sudden you feel like a tightness in your body or Mm -hmm. a wash of fear, all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're feeling really afraid or a wave of um, like self-judgment comes in, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe like worry that you feel like you can't mm-hmm. control. And a lot, I think that, you know, sometimes those can feel very similar to even like an anxiety diagnosis or something like that, right? Oh, like, yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. can't, con- you know, can't control the worry thoughts, excessive amounts of um, guilt or self-criticism, all those things, uh, difficulty with sleeping. And I think, yeah, that could point at anxiety. And if it's ongoing, you would want to take a look at that and check it, out. check it out. And the other piece is that it could just straight up be vulnerability, Right. Mm -hmm. That rawness and openness. What do you, Mm -hmm. what do you feel? What do you notice when you're, when you're in the vulnerable parts? Yeah. So it's in my chest and it just is like a present, the fear wave. So it's a, it feels like a blanket over my chest of pressure. doesn't feel, it's just a weight that I feel like as a blanket shape. Um, Mm -hmm. as well as, uh, in my mind, it's a preoccupation with whatever it is. And I just kind of get tunnel vision Mm -hmm. about whatever it is. And I don't, I, uh, um, I just kind of get into a mindset of, I just got to get this thing done. Like, I'm not going to worry about like anything else. Like when this is done, then I'll be okay again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's how it shows up for me. Yeah. Yeah. You? So, yeah, I would say that it just feels like a little bit of what I described, just like that, um, just like the excessive kind of worry, you know, and um, Mm -hmm. feeling I get a little, sometimes I'll just notice all of a sudden I'm getting kind of like um, really, really sad or kind Mm. of cranky for, you know, reasons that I can't really identify like it could be a perfectly fine day and then all of a sudden I'm just like like kind of angsty and just like pissed about everything you know just like Mm -hmm. oh why does that neighbor you know walk so close to the house it could could be anything you're kidding me yeah and honestly like I noticed for a lot of people like it's much easier to focus on that neighbor doing whatever you know, whatever they're doing with their dog to that, to like, to get sort of fixated on that and angry at that Mm. rather than looking right at the thing that you're trying to do and acknowledging, oh, this is fucking scary. And I'm scared. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I want to ask you, um, what are the ways like when, when you've got your clients notice, like this is coming up for them, how do you how do you navigate this? Where do you go with it? Because it happens mm-hmm. to us all, and I mm-hmm. think that people yes. might and and it also is like sometimes people can use it. At least um, women who are drawn to my work are often a little bit um, like wooey or witchy, and are like, "Oh, mm-hmm. is this a sign from the universe that I should stop? Uh-huh. You know, right. going?" And I'm like, "A oh, fuck no, no, it's not a sign." 
-hmm. It's not a sign. You're just Mm -hmm. in the hard spot. And this is the part that you need to keep going. So how do you keep your people? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you guide them through vulnerability, hangover stuff? Mm -hmm. So basically, I do what you told me to do when I was going through a vulnerability hangover. So it was like last year and I was making some changes to my business. I can't even remember what, but yeah. I uh, I feel like like courage is something that I have quite a bit of. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to do these things. Like, And so here's the steps. I'm going to do them. And like I'll just do it I'll just be courageous Uh and it'll be fine Uh um and what I found was I was doing those things and I could do them and my nervous system was so I think from like me saying it'll be fine I thought I wouldn't have a total uh uh clusterfuck reaction of Uh anxiety (laughs) or doubt because I was like I've very thoughtfully considered this this is a values-driven decision mm-hmm. that is congruent with um, what is important to me. So I feel good about this choice. I sh- it should feel good. Yeah, yeah. And then it did not. And then it, it did not. Th- oh, my gosh. My yeah. nervous system was just activated, activated, activated. And I didn't account for – it's like I didn't budget for that. Yeah. And, and so I had the sense a bit of like, oh, no, like am I – doing something wrong can I actually make these changes yeah because I thought I thought it was going to look different I thought it was going to feel differently Mm -hmm. um and so then what you told me Mm -hmm. was that I needed to make space for the anxiety and allow that to be like a part of this process instead of seeing it as a sign that things are going wrong Mm -hmm. and to and to expect it um um and that that was really helpful in that once I knew that like that was something like it's just less scary and then it's like when you encounter the thing that you expected then it's like oh yeah like the, I uh, I accounted for that I uh, mm-hmm. I knew that you were coming and so like the boogeyman if I know you're coming like through the door I uh, you know I may still be like a little spooked but I won't be like oh no oh no Right. Oh, no. Right. I won't be, oh, no. I'll be like, boogeyman, okay, this is irritating, but yeah. I guess let's go have a seat on the couch and we're just going to be nervous together here. Yeah. Yeah. And sort of, I think that that's so true. Like, we we don't give enough, um, I'm like, yeah, to the, to the point, the great point that I made to you this time last year. Epic point. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like we don't create enough space. What we what we do to mm-hmm. ourselves is, and I think that this has to do with you know comparing to other people's highlight reel and things like that. Where mm-hmm. it's like you know you expect, oh, I'm doing this new cool thing that is totally in line with me. I'm totally excited about it. Wait a minute. Why do I feel like shit? Why am I so anxious? What the hell is happening to me? Right. Not mm-hmm. taking into account like okay, yeah, that's part of the growth process. That's, that's yeah. like making space for that anxiety and that worry and, and shifting those expectations from a lens of, I'm going to feel amazing mm-hmm. when I make mm-hmm. that change. And, and you will, right? You're you feeling will. the effects it's of coming. that now. Yes. But you didn't yes. feel that right away. The, no. that, mm-hmm. that middle space is kind of like the remodel of a house where mm-hmm. it's like even you're remodeling your kitchen, right? And it's like, okay, it in the work of it, 
is not going to feel like the pictures that you signed up for when you were like, yes, I want this kitchen. Can you imagine me making fucking French toast in this fucking kitchen? Then the remodel is happening and you're like, what the hell is going on? I can't even use my sink. This was a horrible mistake. Mm -hmm. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Right. That's the like in between space of the rebuild. Can I just like that is the perfect metaphor that you just provided. Thank you, friend. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, right? Yeah. Man, keep because, going. Because then later on, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. get to enjoy the benefits of a choice that felt more authentic for you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But in the middle, in that in-between space, is not going to be when it feels so amazing. No. Right. No. And so you need to care for the anxiety and that can look like going for a jog, going for a walk, talking with someone about the feelings that they're bringing up for you, hugging someone for 20 seconds, like doing something to with that energy is essential. Yes, absolutely. And I also like to, um, I also like to take the perspective of, you know, sometimes when we're doing these vulnerable things, it is our inner wounded parts, those parts Mm. that needed more nurturing, if you want to call it like the inner child or a hurt part of you, something that feels a little bit more tender or feels a little bit like a younger part who maybe is deeply afraid of being made fun of or being rejected or being Mm. abandoned or being whatever. So I, Mm -hmm. you know, I take the perspective of doing that, doing that work with your inner child. So, you know, in addition to those activities, you mentioned something that I like to do is to, you know, put my hand to my, to my Mm -hmm. chest, right? We've done this together Mm -hmm. and just taking a deep breath and like, it is okay to feel this. Like I have got you, you are safe. I'm not going to let anybody hurt you. We are okay. Right. And so Mm -hmm. to just kind of acknowledge that inner scared part. And if it Mm -hmm. freaks you out to call it like inner child or whatever, that's okay. Some, for some people that will resonate, Mm -hmm. some people not so much, but it just feels like there is that part of you. And so if you can give some spaciousness and to some air for that, I think that that's really healing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. So healing, then it doesn't just accumulate within us. Yes. Because I think we try to often just push it down and like white knuckle our way through it versus what you're saying and I love um and Katie you know mm-hmm. you're listening put I think your hand we've, on I think we've got other listeners people are going to be like who's Katie there are other listeners know. that have joined her perhaps yeah so <laughs> I I I don't know that feels uncomfortable um <laughs> I was just gonna picture Katie put yeah. your hand on your chest and Taking that deep breath, caring mm-hmm. for thyself. And one of the, um, this makes me think of Kristen Neff's work on self-compassion. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, um, one of the steps of self-compassion is naming our humanity. So saying to ourselves, it's so hard to be human. Mm-hmm. And that connects us to each and every other person who's also struggling and feeling vulnerable and fearing rejection. And that that is a uh, a part of the healing and that part of the taking care of the anxious self. Mm-hmm. Oh, gorgeous! Mm-hmm. I think that's the perfect place to end. Yeah, let's, let's end. I just don't want to talk anymore. Do you? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. And my phone's gonna about to die, so I'd lose you anyway. <laughs> perfect. 
I'll talk to you later. Take okay, care, Katie, so nice and everyone. Bye.